as we welcome along our wellness consultant, Philip Rankins, very special guest, Peter Mullen. Today, it's a topic that affects a lot of people, constipation. Well, we're going to talk about constipation, and it's a health issue that no one really likes talking about. We'd love your call and have a chat about some wonderful solutions. And we lead off by saying with constipation, a lot of it can be attributed to medication that you put on. That's right. There's so many causes, and and Peter, you've helped us through and understand a lot about the digestive system. We're literally at the end of it now, and um, a lot of the subjects that you've brought up over the last couple of weeks, um, it comes to this, and this is what we don't get to talk about very much. Exactly. It's um, one of those funny things, like it's a difficult topic, you know, for people to talk about, because if someone's never... Um, experience being constipated before they've got no idea of how ordinary you can actually feel um, it affects as many, many as one in five people over 30 and more frequently in women mm-hmm. and that's what I see in practice and what I'm noticing is an increasing number of um, young children and babies that struggle with constipation or bowel habits right from when they're born mm, it's it's um and the effects, the knock-on effects from that, just to the way you're feeling, is um, horrendous for some people. Absolutely. And, it, you know, in, in the way I kind of look at constipation, like severe constipation, really is um, we've talked the last few weeks, we've talked a lot about irritable bowel. And um, constipation is really a severe form of irritable bowel. Like people think of irritable bowel as being diarrhea or alternating diarrhea and constipation. But constipation is, as I said, an extreme form of, of IBS. That's mm. that's kind of how I think of it. So it's sort of think of it as a functional issue. You know, mm. we've talked about that before, that, mm. you know, a lot of people, like I've got ladies that um, I've seen at work over the years that will um, go on holidays when they're nice. So stress can play a big mm. role. They'll go on holidays when they're nice and relaxed, won't be able to use their bowels for the whole time they're away. Wow. And as soon as they walk back in the door, they can go to the toilet again. What about when you hear of some people, and I know of this because I've spoken to someone in the past, and they don't do emotion for maybe three days. And yeah, that's well, just their natural way they are. Yeah, well, that's that's what they medically may have been told, that that's their natural natural mm. rhythm. But um, And doctors would say that you know less than less than three bowel movements per week is normal up to three bowel movements a week but from a naturopathic point of view we think that in the ideal world we should use our bowels two to three times a day because we're really we're we're trying to eliminate waste and if that 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 production of waste is inhibited in any way whether it's slowed up um, and and it's it's so important to be regular peter i mean what you've just mentioned there two if you're not if you're not moving two times a day then you could be asking questions, so, why not? So for the want of a better term, your body is going through the motion. It normally goes through motion, yes. but if it's got this stop at the other end, what happens? How does that go through backing up into the body? What can Well, what it can, can really really have far-reaching effects. Like um, in severe cases, you know, people have to go to hospital and have enemas and... You know, but the the problem with constipation or of, of not having a regular bowel motion is that you're absorbing toxins from the gut back into the body all the time. Things like estrogen can get recirculated. So Where clearing. does that pain in the stomach come from? When if you're really constipated and you've got that pain, that really horrible pain in the stomach, what's well, that coming from? A lot of a lot of times I'll see kids coming in that have um, tummy pain, complaining mm. of tummy pain and bloating. But the reason they're getting it is that between the 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 um, the, the matter in the stool, they're building up gas because mm. of fermentation. So you sort of get pockets of poo mm. with gas in between that sort of 
fermenting and building up and then that's stretching the stretching the bowel that gas is getting absorbed back into the system so in in kids particularly it can really affect behavior concentration focus but yeah it's basically the bowel and the the build up of gas from cardiff south hello karen how are you today hi karen good thanks how are you good thanks how can we help you um i have a two-year-old granddaughter yes that's suffering with constipation um we had her all day Sunday and all day yesterday, screaming non-stop all day until she actually used her bowels last night. Oh, poor little thing. Um, she's had numerous medication. Um, we're waiting to see a specialist, which isn't for another six weeks. Yes. This has been going on for four or five months. Okay. Um, just wondering if you have any ideas. Yeah, absolutely. When um, four or five months, did she? Was she? Um, was there a change in diet four or five months ago? No. Okay, so there was nothing changed. She didn't go from uh, change formula. She didn't go from being breastfed to having food. No, nothing. She's always had a little bit of problem, but nothing like yeah, it is okay. now severe. Okay. Well, look, the first thing often with kids is um, having a look at their diet. You know, a lot of kids um, will slow right up if they've got food intolerances or if they're reacting to some of the foods that they're eating. Mm-hmm. So determining what foods, um, like having a look at the diet is really important, you know, trying to, and it's not always about sometimes increasing the fiber. You know, sometimes you've got to get away from um, gluten and, and wheat-based stuff. All right. I know that sounds a bit, um, you know, different to what you would think. What have the doctors yep. said to you, Karen? What have the doctors said? Oh, well, we're waiting to see a specialist. She's had an enema um, a couple of times, but I think that's, made her worse because i think a lot now she's too frightened yeah to look absolutely yeah. that's and that psychologically they just get more stressed yeah. i think i think with um your granddaughter the best bet would probably be to um maybe come in and, and see yep. one of our practitioners mm-hmm. um just because it's a bit more complex but yeah a couple of things so we definitely look at food um yep. we definitely look at um things like slippery elm can be really beneficial for little ones All right. and also a probiotic and we sort of do a special mix up between the two um, but, yeah, it's really important to try and get it resolved because otherwise they develop a real issue with going to the toilet. Yeah, well, that's what I'm worried about at the moment. I think it's more of an issue now. Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, well, if, look, if, if you'd like to um, give us a call at the office, I can organise a complimentary um, consultation for your daughter to bring the oh, okay, granddaughter then. in. Mm-hmm. Happy to do that to help out. And um, oh, she can have a chat and we'll see if we can, can help. If you hold on the line there, Karen, we'll get Margaret to get your details and then we'll be able to pass those on at the end of the show to Philip. Okay, so hold Thanks, on the line Karen, there. for calling. We'll, we'll, there's, there's a lot you can do. Now, also joining us this afternoon, Narelle. Hi, Narelle. Hi, Narelle. Hi. How are you? Very good. How can we help you, Narelle? Uh, yes, I just... That's not me. It's my daughter. Um, I, had a, I, have, I had a disabled daughter um, who passed away last year. Yes. Um, she was 40. She was diagnosed with constipation. Um, her stomach swelled up really, really bad, went really hard. I took her to the doctor and he was treating her for constipation. That went on for nearly two weeks. Mm. Um, she did have trouble with constipation before, but he said that it was normal to go. He told me that she could go three weeks without going to the toilet, using her bowels, yeah. um, which I didn't think was right. Now, she got sick in 2013, really sick. Her stomach went really, really hard. Um, and he was treating, this doctor was treating her for constipation and just giving me this and telling me to give her that until she went to the toilet. Um, that went on for two weeks. So I took her to the hospital um, 
And the next day, she, he said to me, um, I'll just give her an enema and send her home. Um, she was 40. Um, she was diagnosed with bowel and liver cancer. <laughs> Really? Okay. 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 Really so that can be that. Yeah, that. that's terrible. And and that just goes to show, Peter, what we mentioned before was if, just the complications. Absolutely. And, and if there is a sudden change, and that's always been the old, um, you know, risk factor for bowel cancer, hasn't it? If there's always been, if there's a sudden change in bowel habits, that's probably more serious potentially than if you know if your bowels have just been the same for a long time. And, so. and the real's mentioned, you know, just just the complications um, from from constipation and it's for those that experience it again you mentioned it it's it's not a it's not a great way to live and two to two times a day you know if you're having constipation in a sense it shouldn't last longer than two or three days is that fair yeah, enough absolutely. if you're taking the right absolutely yeah natural medications looking at your diet yeah and and a lot of it is to do with the the whole speed or the Whole speed or the processing of the digestive system. You know, we've talked a bit, a bit before about um, pH testing. Yeah, this is this is my love and passion. Is like w- when anybody comes through on an on an and biochemistry analysis, and we've spoke lots about a number of natural health practitioners doing the RBTI analysis. The pH of the biochemistry, if you're above 6.6 on a pH scale in the urine or above 6.6 on a pH scale in your saliva, there is a big chance and uh, that you'll have constipation and all of the surrounding issues around it. So checking the pH is a wonderful way to start. And if we're, if the biochemistry is moving too slow, then we look for all of the natural health remedies to speed the biochemistry up. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a great, great way. And you can sort of, you can buy pH testing strips from the chemist. Mm. We, we use them in practice. You know, we often test people's pH of their urine and saliva. And, you know, pH of their saliva often will be, we think that it's similar to the pH of their pancreatic function. So, yes. again, poor digestion. So for some people with constipation, digestive enzymes can be really beneficial. Well, let's get into it just after the break. Let's look at all of those natural remedies for those listening so that we can get things moving. We'd love you to be part of the program. You can call 49216216. You will get through straight away. Tell us your story. Do you have troubles or do you know someone who has difficulty with constipation? It's health and wellbeing at 2 this afternoon. Winds north and northwesterly about 10 knots. Seas below a metre. The swells southerly around a metre, increasing to 1 to 1.5 metres offshore. It's a high tide, 5 past 7 tonight. That's 1.9 of a metre, almost a king tide. And sunset at 5 to 5 this afternoon. The wind from the northeast, 5 kilometres an hour, 84% relative humidity. Now 28 to 1, and it's up on 14 degrees by the water at Spears Point. You're listening to Health and Wellbeing with our wellness consultant, Philip Rankin, and Peter Mullen as our guest as we continue to discuss constipation today. Peter, Peter, it's always great to get to this part because um, it's in a sense... There's so much you can do, natural remedies. Absolutely. There's, there's lots of steps to take. So what do we do? Constipation, what, what, what can we do? Well, the first step is to try and rule out or find out, you know, if there's other, other potential causes. You know, dehydration is a big thing we, fit, we find. Um, gender, far more, far more common in women, um, often runs in family, families. We've talked about low thyroid function. So if your digestion of your bowels did work well and then all of a sudden they're going through a period of slowing down, it can be that you've got an underfunctioning thyroid, uh, low stomach acid, hormonal problems. A lot of women that have, or some women that have estrogen dominance will end up with a more sluggish bowel. So first and foremost is finding out 
and stress and anxiety, obviously. So first and foremost, trying to find out your triggers um, and food intolerances as well. One of the, the things I find is someone's had a sluggish bowel for a long time, often you have to get them going first. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, there's some great magnesium products available, and we often sort of do a little bit of a, a bowel cleanse first where we actually do use something that's not a laxative. It's not like an irritation to the bowel. It's a, um, some of these magnesium powders pull water into the bowel and gently flush the bowel out. Mm. So we get someone onto something like that for a period of time until we get the bowel motion clearing regularly and relax all of that, that muscular wall that's been so irritated for so long. Uh, herbal medicine is fantastic to help to re-regulate your bowel habits. And um, I love making herb mixes up because we can put things in there to improve the digestion, help with stress, soften the stool, and you know, try, treat, treat from about five different angles in the one in the one formula. Just jumping in, you've mentioned a number of those causes. They're different for everybody, so not necessarily just because there's constipation there, everybody's going to have the same cause. Yeah, that's right, and that's oh. why it's it's crazy if you've got if you've someone's got a constipated bowel or a sluggish bowel, just to go and take laxatives. If you don't try and work out what what's your individual triggers, get back to the cause. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So herbal medicine is great, and um, among my favourite herbs are things like rhubarb, dandelion root, chamomile. Um, butternut is a great herb for retraining that bowel. Increasing the fibre is the obvious thing, but it's not always wheat fibre. You know, people have bread and wheat bix and oops, is that a product name? No, no, it's okay. Um, so wheat wheat based products can really go the reverse. If people are gluten intolerant and they eat more wheat, it's a bit like making quick set concrete. Mm. Nothing's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good fibres, I think, and it's not, again, the best fibre for everybody, is things like um, psyllium husk, organic psyllium Great. husk, ground flax seeds, chia seeds, increase the plant matter in your diet. You know, our diet probably should be 60 to 80% plant matter. Um, drinking your water. Mm. You know, you and I have talked about this many times, that for a lot of people, drinking more water is going to be beneficial. Um that's great for, like, it's been a difficult one for children. You've got that great talk next Wednesday for, for children, so yeah, Karen actually, might even pay attention to that one, and great for young children to listen to this. Dehydration in youths today is a major factor. Major factor, and that's right. We do have that talk coming up um, next Wednesday, the 8th of July, on Kids Health. And um, I will actually be talking about um, some home remedies and home tips for constipation because we are seeing a lot more in our kids these days yeah, as great. well. So the, and the, sorry, the other the other yeah. thing really important if someone... So first I'll find out what the cause of your constipation is. And um, two, two things that can really help is um, taking a really high-quality probiotic great. to make sure that your gut flora is balanced. And oftentimes we need to use digestive enzymes for a period of time as well. But it's, it's a process to, to repair and get better management and it can take a little while that's great it's a, thank you kindly uh it's a wonderful to know there's so much you can do um it it brings it to an end again more focus on the gut next week let's let's talk and focus on children's health in particular if we can it's health and well-being back next tuesday afternoon here at 2 and 3.7